we're going to use all the best practices and all of our historical knowledge. We are going to test, we're going to gather data, and we're going to retest. And we're going to continue to do that throughout our relationship so that you always know that we are testing and iterating to move your business forward. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hello, 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 and welcome back to today's episode of the My Future Business Show. This is the show that gets you in front of your best audience and keeps you there. Now, I hope you're doing really well, and thank you very much for joining us. Now, if this is your first time joining us on today's show, you're in for a treat, because I'm on the line with the wonderful Tyler Dolph. Welcome to the show, Tyler. Hello, everyone. Thank you very much. Absolutely. A pleasure to have you here. Now, you're the president and CEO at a company called Rocket Clicks, and we're going to be talking about all things digital marketing, including how to go, uh, grow your business using marketing strategies that are tailored to the specific needs of your business. Now, there is something very revealing in that because we do have very specific needs as marketers and sometimes the rabbit hole goes very deep and I'd love to talk about that in a moment with you, Tyler. But before we do, you just mentioned prior to the call that you've flown from one part of the States to another. Tell us a little bit about where you're calling in from today. Uh, so we are based in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and uh, I was in Tampa Bay, Florida today, uh, kicking off a new client uh, agreement and uh, flew back in time to sit down with you this evening. Fantastic, thank you very much for that commitment again. Now, uh, what do you love about your location? Have you, have you lived there forever? No, I actually, I was born and raised in Denver, Colorado, and my wife is from uh, Milwaukee. So when we wanted to have kids and get married, uh, we wanted to do that closer to her family. and so. We, uh, we moved back, or we moved to uh, Milwaukee about seven years ago. Fantastic. Now, uh, I noticed on your LinkedIn profile, and you just mentioned family, that uh, obviously as a dad, you'd be fairly busy in that part of your life. Tell us a little bit about what you like to do in your downtime. Do you get much of that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, it's certainly, certainly. I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old, uh, two little boys. Oh, and wow. So yep. The, we're right in the thick of it as far as being young parents <laughs> you and, and with young kids. But we love every moment. They're they're amazing little guys, and uh, it, it's really changed my perspective on on what's important and what matters. And um, being being a dad to those guys is certainly one of my my most precious uh, sort of positions and roles. Absolutely. Thank you very much for sharing. I have two young boys myself, and I know how busy you are. <laughs> now, yes, uh, now, tell me a little bit about, you know, uh, aside from family time, do you do anything that you enjoy yourself? Do you find some time, some private time for Tyler? Um, I'm a pretty social guy, so I really like being around people. I like hanging out with friends and, and um, being around people more successful than myself, being around people who are, are doing amazing things in the community or in business and, and just trying to learn as much as I can and, and pick up any tips and tricks that they have. Yep. Um, I, I also really love just sitting down and, and being able to, to get into a good book um, and just continue to try to, to level up. Yeah. Are you an audio book fan? 
Love audiobooks, yeah. Yes. Anytime in the car. I think there's still something special about holding a book and, of and being able to, to be a part of it. But yep. if I'm traveling, audiobooks the way to go for sure. Oh, absolutely. Love it. Now, in terms of ongoing education, I always talk about because um, uh, there are lots of startups, people who haven't already walked the path like you have, and they don't know the bumps in the road that they're uh, they're impending, if you like. Tell us a little yep. bit about, um, you know, you've talked about being around people who upskill you and, you know, take you to the next level. How important is it to have people around you that are like that? Mentors, well, I think there's that like. saying that you're the, you're the combination of the, the five people you spend the most time with, right? And mm -hmm. so um, I heard that very early on. And yep. um, I've always been encouraged to, to go create those relationships and, and be a part of those, you know, groups or uh, peer groups, and uh, it's been tremendous for my growth as a young leader, um, running a, a young and, and growing business to to get as many tips and tricks as I can. Because obviously, I haven't been there and done that over the last however many years. We're still very much in our infancy and, and mm. growing quickly. Absolutely. And I forgot to ask you, what type of books are you into? Are you into purely business, or do you like a balance? Uh, no, I'm definitely purely business, but more in the the broad spectrum of, you know, I, I could read a book on how to grow a business. I could read a marketing book. I could read a self-help book on, you know, uh, creating better habits. So mm -hmm. it's all mm -hmm. in that, that same general category. But um, as, as long as I feel like I'm learning something, that's where I get uh, the most satisfied. You're on the right path. Now, I remember when I was a, a kid growing up, one of my first entrepreneurial experiences was washing cars. Can you recall yours? A mowing lawns. A mowing lawns. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, when I was 15, I'd have to bike to the, the boss's house and he would drive me around and I had to do the, the weed whacking um, <laughs> before I could drive. And then I finally got to, to ride the mower, which was a big, big promotion. Yeah, you know what? Looking back, you have to thank those people who put you in those positions because it teaches you a lot about discipline, doesn't it? Tell us a little bit 100%. about your take on the importance of discipline in a business. Well, I think it's important to remember that nothing's ever given, it's earned. And mm -hmm. if you can create the right mindset around falling in love with the, the process of becoming great, right? Because no one, no one wakes up one day and it's just incredible. Uh, yeah, I yeah. believe that if you can fall in love with the process of being great, like I think Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan always talked about, you know, practicing like you play and, and being great at every single minute of every single practice because when you go into competition, you're going to be the, you know, as good as your least prepared self. And so the more prepared you can be, the better you can practice, uh, the, the better you're going to be. And so creating yeah. that discipline early on, I think is really important. Thank you again for sharing time. loving this call. Now, in terms of preparing, um, we obviously have two feet and a heartbeat every day is very much a formula for success. Tell us a little bit about your day. You're an early riser and what does a day entail for you? Yep, big time early riser. Having young kids will do that. Uh, they certainly <laughs> like like to rise early, and I think we've been that way a long time. There's there's uh, just a narrative to getting up early uh, before the sunrise and, and doing what we need to do to prep prepare for the day. For some people, that's meditation. For others, it's working out. Uh, for me in particular, I do love to to get a like a really good sweat in. Uh, those are my best days. Is where I can have a great workout uh, before yep. work. And I think it's really important to prepare your day at the end of each day and at the beginning of each day. So I always uh, spend like the last 15 minutes of my day, you know, writing down what I need to accomplish for the next day, making sure it's in a prioritized order, 
And then so when I get into work, it's like, okay, yep, those are the things, those are the three big things that if I get nothing else done, you know, I know that these are the three things I want to get done today. So just getting into that habit and framework of, of building out uh, some of that process has been really beneficial. Now, we talked about earlier, Tyler, those who are just, you know, on on the start of their entrepreneurial journey and inherent with all of this is if especially if you're, somebody was coming from a, maybe a corporate background into the entrepreneurial space when they're when, you know, they are on their own. You know, what's how important is it to be able to understand um, risk and taking a chance on yourself, despite the fact that things might fail? Yeah, well, I think if you don't believe in yourself, no one else will. Yeah. Right. And so it starts with with knowing, knowing who you are, knowing what strengths uh, that, that you have. And uh, I believe that I think John Maxwell said that uh, you should always double down on your strengths, because if you're an eight or something at something and you push really hard and practice a ton, you can maybe get that to a nine or a ten. Yeah. But if you're a three at something, you know, even getting it to a five or a six is still just average. And yeah, so. Yeah understanding where you can add the most value to your organization or to your family or to your business and doubling down on that and then hiring around for some of those those things that aren't particular strengths yep. um, could really help. Could really help, absolutely. Now, some days I wake up and I wish I could just pull the sheets over the back of my head. Now, do you ever have those days? And what do you say when your mindset's not in the right space? Do you have a, a thing that you do or you know, can you click back into it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think every day is perfect, right? I think um, one thing I learned was to write five mantras uh, for your life or for your yep. day yep. or for your family and put it in your closet. So it's like one of the first things you see. And so I did that a while back. And even if I'm tired or waking up and not in the best mood or didn't sleep well the night before, uh, being able to see that and remind myself of what's important, you know, and that my family's healthy and that I have so much to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. uh, allows me to shift into more of a positive mindset um, yeah. as it relates to the day ahead. Yeah, that's fantastic feedback. Thank you so very much. Now, uh, early on, we talked about how you've just flown from one place to another. To me, having done that for many years myself, it takes a certain type of person to do that. Now, I'm getting to the, the point being, what do you think your superpower is? Do you think, you know, traveling to meet clients is the thing you do best? It's certainly the thing I enjoy the most um, or, or one of the things I enjoy. I really enjoy meeting new people. I enjoy talking about the work that we do at, at Rocket Clicks and watching a new client engagement start and, and having all that energy as a relationship is starting and building. Um, I, I really enjoy that process. But I think even more is is looking at that, that same relationship 12 months later or 24 months later and seeing how much it's grown and prospered and um, seeing the team be able to find success in the work that, that we do is, is certainly uh, extremely gratifying. So tell me a little bit now, let's shift gears and move towards Rocket Clicks and, and tell us a little bit about the, I guess, the genesis story of Rocket Clicks. Where did it come about? Yeah, so Rocket Clicks, is, uh, they have an interesting story. We, we come from humble beginnings, I think, like most businesses. <laughs> yep. uh, uh, we, we were born out of a need for online marketing as it related to a sister business uh, that our founder had. Mm -hmm. And if for a long time, it, it just was that. It was a talent incubator for the larger business, excuse me, that um, was a part of the organization. And over time, we realized that th there might be something here. You know, online yeah. marketing is, is certainly here to stay. And 
When I took over seven years ago, we, we really wanted to create something substantial and that, that we could be proud of. And so we wanted to build a service that could be measured with every decision. The, the whole idea behind it is every decision we make, we want to be able to tie it to an ROI. Right. And in digital, that's really easy, especially if we're talking about like paid search or paid media. Mm -hmm. You put a dollar in, you, you measure the results, you get people to come to your website or buy a product and, you know, you get ten dollars back, for example. Yep. yep. And so if we can build a product that has that measurement capability, then we can become extremely valuable to our clients. We can become their best salesperson, for example. Um, and so we we started with that idea and, and we built two uh, service offerings, paid media mm -hmm. and organic search um, and, and two separate teams. And then we really blended those teams together as we realized the importance of sort of that first click, whether it being, you know, an ad or a social social media post all the way through to either a purchase or a form fill for our clients. Yep. And so by utilizing those two service offerings, we've, we've seen a lot of success, but I think we're honestly, we're just scratching the surface, our ability to continue to add platforms and services as it relates to growing businesses online will be our key to future success. So I know anybody who has tried this on their own um, can become very frustrated very quickly with pay-per-click marketing on the different social networks. And, you know, SEO on its own is, is a whole nother realm altogether. Now, how important is it to establish relationships, ongoing relationships with those that you serve? I think it's extremely important. Uh, at the end of the day, starting an ad agency, uh, maybe like, one of the easiest, low, lowest barriers to entry. You know, there's, you don't need any capital. You don't need to build a software. You could start an agency overnight. Yeah. And so I believe that the thing that's going to set agencies apart as automation and artificial intelligence continue to expand is the ability to create value. And yeah. I believe that creating value happens through communication, reporting, and strategy. Let's assume that AI continues to move forward and becomes more and more advanced, right? Out uh, pacing a, a human's ability to push the buttons or, or even write the ads. Well, there's still gonna be a strategic component that business owners are gonna need because if you have all these tools in your arsenal, mm -hmm. knowing which tools to pull out at the right time for different ailments as it relates to your business yep. are gonna be the most valuable. So. Uh, we talk to our team about that a lot. We talk to our clients about that a lot. And, and being able to develop a strategy that is lasting, um, but that can also pivot as the industry and algorithms and, and businesses change. See, there are so many different permutations. You know, you can uh, request um, from any of these social networks that you can advertise on. You can request leads. You can request customers. You can request clicks. You can it. The rabbit hole goes extremely deep. Now, I'd love to learn. You know, how do you meet your client, a new client, where they are right now? What is the, I guess, the onboarding process? So it's, it's extremely important when we're onboarding a new client to have a very clear understanding of what success looks like to them, right? Because mm -hmm. each business owner and each business is in a different life, life cycle as it relates to where they're at and what their needs are and what they're trying to achieve. And so it's really important for our team to gauge what is, what is success to you as it relates to this relationship. Is it simply more sales? Is it mm -hmm. online visibility? Is it you know, growing a new product offering that, that the marketplace doesn't know about yet? Yep. And if we can 
if we can gain that understanding and create initiatives that allow us to provide value and, and strategic insight and, and execution to drive towards those goals, then as long as we're communicating the whole time, we're able to, to help that business improve for the better um, and, and create a lasting relationship for us. Tell us a little bit about uh, retargeting. Is that still a big thing? And is it still as effective as it was, say, five years ago when it first burst onto the scene? Absolutely. I think the way that people have, are interacting with the Internet is constantly changing, right? They're not anymore simply going to Google, clicking the first ad they see, going to the first website and making a purchase. They yeah. are price shopping. They're price shopping across multiple sites on multiple devices, uh, sometimes at the same time. Yeah. And so it's important for brands to build visibility and authority. I always talk about um, a personal injury attorney, for example. You, at, at a time of need, if you get in a car crash and you're standing outside looking at your broken vehicle, you're going to go to your phone and, and you may search, you know, personal injury attorney. Yep. Well, there's going to be, you know, it's one of the most expensive search terms on the internet. And there's going to be a ton of ads that are going to be right there in front of you. Well, if, if those attorneys aren't building brand awareness outside of that moment of need, they're going to miss an opportunity for someone to say like, oh, I've heard of him or I've heard of them or my friend used them in the past, there's going to be some recall that happens. And so I think it's important for businesses, even if the purchasing decision isn't happening right away, that they're building authority and visibility in the marketplace mm -hmm. uh, for those times of need. So there's lots of different um, opportunities online, you know, um, to remain nameless, uh, all the different platforms that are available. Now, how do you know, how does it, how do you know what a client should be on and other platforms they should avoid? Is there a, a process for that? I think there's always a recommendation, right? Based on experience. Mm -hmm. But I think the beauty of this industry is that the ability, the opportunity to test at scale has never been more apparent and, and available. And so I always tell our team and, and I talk to our clients and say, listen, we're going to we're going to put a strategy in front of you and we're going to use all the best practices and all of our historical knowledge. And this is where we believe you should be. But nothing is set in stone. We are going to test. We're going to gather data and we're going to retest and we're going to continue to do that throughout our relationship so that you always know that we are we are testing and iterating to move your business forward. I'd love to talk a little bit, if we can, Tyler, about creatives and headlines, because oftentimes this is where things can fall over, especially with the headline. Tell us, um, is that something that um, Rocket Clicks provides, is the, um, access to creatives and great headlines? Absolutely. I, I would say that copywriting is, is sort of the lost art in digital, and especially as social and, and more graphic-based platforms have come forward and, and they do an amazing job, right? With really beautiful yeah, yeah. graphics and moving yeah. graphics, but there's still the, the offer and the copywriting as it relates to the, the ad that you're seeing. So I believe that in order to have uh, a great strategy as it relates to online marketing, you do, you need beautiful creative, but you also need a, a great understanding of promotion, offer and copywriting to be able to, to get that action that you're looking for. Yeah, um, I often think to myself, well, how long would I expect to see a result uh, on any given platform? Is there, is there a, like, is the duration different from the moment that we turn on that big green button? 
uh, from platform to platform or can you see results in the day? Uh, from platform to platform, from business to business, right? If I'm a manufacturer and I manufacture large boilers for warehouses, mm. I may only sell one boiler a month or one boiler uh, a quarter, Yes. right? But the, the uh, lifetime value of that purchase and the size of that purchase is, is huge compared to someone who is selling shoelaces one at a time. Right. You need that. There's a volume play there. You need results really fast. And you need a ton of purchases. But if I'm a manufacturer and my sales cycle is six months because I have to go and do measurements and scope it out and blueprints mm -hmm. and then finally get the purchase order, that's that's a different scenario and it's a different strategy. Yeah. And so for us, again, it goes back to what does success look like? Well, what is your business and what is your what are your metrics? Yeah. How many customers do you have today? What's the lifetime value of those customers? What's your margin on the products you're selling? The more data points we can have as a team, the more effective we can be for our clients. Now, are you, uh, is your ideal client more of a local business or is it a, a global audience that you're serving at Rocket Clicks? Early on, it was certainly hyper local. You know, we, mm -hmm. we were young and scrappy and hungry and wanted to, to get any <laughs> business we could. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, through our uh, continued growth, we've been fortunate to serve a number of very large businesses that have a global presence and a global footprint. Uh, again, it goes back to what audience are we trying to serve? Who is the customer that our clients are trying to attract? And where are they? What are they doing? What do they do when they're online? What platforms do they visit? Where are they located? Again, with the, the tools at our disposal, we can geo-target down to a zip code or we can go as wide as, as you know, the as the planet the is planet. big. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely loving this feedback, Tyler. Thank you very much for opening up. Now, I saw in one of your videos that you were referencing the pandemic. What impact has it had on Rocket Clicks and their team? Uh, well, pre-pandemic, we were all in Milwaukee and came to work every day, and uh, that that was the deal. And I, I always say that when everyone was in our office, I could walk into the office each day and and instantly know how our business was doing. I could feel yeah. it, I could hear the conversations, I could pull someone aside and ask them a quick question. And uh, I remember it was my birthday, March 13th of 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, we made the decision, okay, everyone, you know, get put your stuff in a box and go home. I'm sure it, you know, it'll be a, a week or two and we'll all be back here. And I would say <laughs> that, that didn't happen. And we learned a lot during those days. And, and we learned a lot about what, what our team needs to be successful. And yeah. so we built out a, a virtual uh, network. We started hiring nationally. We, we were able to, to really expand our um, just level of employee as it relates to their experience. They didn't have to just live in, in Milwaukee anymore. Yeah. Um, and it's been, it's been tremendous to watch the team figure out ways to maintain our culture, whether it's you know, doing virtual happy hours or doing we recently this week, we started doing just a virtual work hour. So come jump on Zoom and, and do your work and, you know, join a conversation if you feel like it or don't. Yeah, um, yeah. And just different ways to, to keep the team engaged and, and be able to to maintain the culture that we're so proud of. It's interesting, isn't it, how it almost force feeds business owners to, you know, revolutionize and move with and innovate even to keep up with the times. Do you see that this is a permanent shift at Rocket Clicks as well as other I, businesses? 
Yeah, I think it depends on the business, right? We've seen some really big businesses have their employees come back and we've seen yep. the feedback as it relates to that. I think that I'm of the opinion that if we are, if we want to achieve the results that we're looking for, we want to grow to the size that, that we hope to be, we don't have a choice. We need to stay yep. in a hybrid environment. We need to do things to continue to elevate our employees that we have. I heard a great um, anecdote lately or recently, and it was that when employees come in, their culture battery is totally charged. They're they're drinking the Kool Aid. They feel really excited about what they're doing, and <laughs> yeah. as time goes on, that that battery depletes. And so, as an organization, if you're not doing things to help them charge that battery back up, uh, you're going to lose employees. And so, it's really important for us as we stay hybrid and stay remote to ensure that our team members feel connected to something greater than, you know, the desk in their bedroom. That's great feedback. Thank you so very much. Absolutely loving the call. Now tell us a little bit about the core team at Rocket Clicks. I'd love to learn more about them. So we have a core leadership team. We practice the, the EOS uh, program and Montreal. I was gonna ask you about that. Yep, yep, so we're, we're practicing traction. We've been doing it for a long time. Um, and so we have our integrator and our head of sales and marketing, and uh, we have a head of uh, paid media and a head of organic search. And so that's our core leadership team right now. Um, and we're continuing to grow that out. We're continuing to, to look at our org structure and say, okay, well, maybe this worked at 20 employees, but you know, now, that we, now that we're at 50 employees, what are some things that we need to rethink or polish or, or change? And mm -hmm. also, what what structure does a 100-employee agency look like or a 200-employee agency look like? And so as we continue to build out our organization and, and work with, with larger and larger clients, we have to make sure that our structure and our team can support that growth. Yeah, this has just been wonderful. I, I, I know that this is um, a topic that can go very deep, and we've not yet talked about search engine optimization. Now, tell me a little bit about, I guess, for those who don't understand what this even means, what SEO actually is. Sure. Yeah, so SEO is, I think if you ask 10 agencies, you make it eight different answers. <laughs> SEO rocket clicks, for me, is driving visibility and authority online while improving conversion rate of the site itself. And so... When we think about it, it just for, for your listeners who don't know, yes, the thank you. Thank you. SEO listings, the organic listings, are the listings underneath the sponsored ads on, say, a Google uh, your results Chrome page or, or a Bing yep. results page. Um, and so for us, it starts there, right? It's driving visibility to those, those pages. It could be a map listing. It could be a directory listing. You know, there's a lot of different different organic uh, listings that, that yep, Google yep. has or, or that the search engines offer. But it, it's so much more than that. It is keyword research. It's understanding how people are searching for your business today. Who's yep. showing up in those results? What competitors are dominating those results? And what are they doing in order to get there? Yeah, understanding that and, and helping a business say, okay, listen, you know, you want to rank for XYZ term right now competitors one, two, and three are ranking for those. And, and it's because they have you know, separate dedicated landing pages or a faster site or you know whatever it is. Well, then we can take those learnings and we can then optimize our client sites to be able to outperform the, the competition. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time saying, okay, if we're gonna spend all of this time and money getting you higher and higher on the search engine results page, 
then we should probably think about what someone is going to do when they actually get to your website. Uh Right. I think a lot of agencies sort of forget that last step is like, okay, I got you to position one and now you're getting 30. What else do you want? (laughs) Like, shouldn't we think about their journey once they get to the landing page? Do we want them to, to read a bunch of text? Do we want them to fill out a form? Do we want them to call? And being able to go through that exercise with a client after doing the research of who's winning today is is going to provide a lot of value and, and give us a road for success. Because unlike paid media, organic search takes time. You know, you're not yeah. going to get from position 10 to position one overnight. Uh, you have to go through the process. Absolutely. Now, there's something that a lot of people, a lot of clients, um, a lot of business owners may not necessarily think about. But recently, we saw the iOS 14 change. We've also seen the Google algorithm. um, What is it called? Useful content change. Now, I don't know much about what these mean, but I know that they will have an impact on the way I market. How important is it for your team to keep on the cutting edge of these changes? It's extremely important. It is, we are in the industry of change, right? And, yep. and we're beholden to the platforms that we manage. Mm-hmm. Right? We're not, we are not Facebook. We're not building the, the algorithm ourselves. We, we are managing uh, the, the advertising spend for our clients on that platform. And so if we yep. don't know the latest and greatest of what Facebook deems successful as an ad or what Google deems successful as a shopping listing or a search ad or whatever it may be, uh, mm-hmm. we're doing our clients a disservice. And what we yeah. know is that what worked yesterday may not work tomorrow, but it's important for us to know where the algorithms are going and to be able to test and retest different tactics because they change all the time. So what we have instituted is every Friday, the entire business comes together and our departments report on industry update. What's happening uh, in our yeah, space? Yeah. What's happening yeah. on the platforms so that our entire team can be up to speed Uh, on the latest and greatest. I love this call. You know, it's one of those things that removes the curtain, gets rid of the shadows in the corner of, you know, PPC and SEO, because certainly there's a lot of of practices out there that maybe are not above board. And I know that um, anybody who's coming to Rocket Clicks is gonna get the best of service. Now, importantly, we're at the pointy end of the call. When somebody wants to connect with you, they wanna work with you, they wanna um, get your services, where are they going to find you? They could find us online at www.rocketclicks.com. They could email us at podcasts at rocketclicks.com. We set up a separate email to, to be able to interact with your listeners here, uh, Richard. And, um, you know, we'd love to chat with your listeners. And I'm happy as a listener of this podcast to offer a free analysis of your uh, listeners' websites. And it'll be a conversation where we just talk through what does success look like in your business? What are you doing today? What is something that that is a frustration or or you believe is an opportunity for growth in the future? And um, having those conversations are really important to educate uh, potential partners on how we can help them, but also to just raise awareness in in our space on, uh, you know, the the latest and greatest as it relates to to digital advertising. Well, look, um, being helpful is a two way street, Tyler, and we certainly will be sharing this with everybody who's listening into the show. And if you're on the show today and you're looking for this type of service, make sure you take uh, advantage of this uh, 
offer that Tyler has so uh, politely offered. Thank you so very much for that, Tyler. Again, if Absolutely. you're listening to, listening into this call and you want to find out where that is, the links back to Rocket Clicks, which is very easy to remember, it's rocketclicks.com, will be below this post no matter where you find it. You're going to find that link back to Rocket Clicks and their wonderful team. And with all that being said, Tyler, thank you so very much for joining me on the show today. Richard, thank you very much. I really appreciate your time and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.